Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of Radio Redux, I'm your host Art Change UK, welcome if you are listening in via iTunes, if this episode has actually finally gone up on iTunes, I know there is about five or six episodes we are behind currently. It needs to be sorted, I will try and sort it tomorrow. <laughs> or alternatively, you're listening on either Fuse VGM, or alternatively, our uh, main partners at Radio Sega. Hello to you. Hello to you also if you are listening and are currently in the chat room. Talking to you later. Well, it's been a very busy last few days. That's one way of putting it, because uh, if you're not aware, in the uh, UK, or if you've been living under a rock somewhere, the Eurogamer Expo has been going on at the Earl's Court Convention Centre in the heart of London. So, there's been lots going on, and lots of games being played, lots of games not being able to be played, mainly due to the fact that everyone went mad with the Wii U. There were so many people queuing for the Wii U just to, just to... I want to touch the precious screen. It is pretty. And I want to see zombies. Very specific zombies. I know there's four or five other zombie games here, but I want to see zombies and zombie games. Uh, Saturday was really bad for that. It was, I, I, I guesstimate there was a three-hour queue, but there were people queuing to get into the queue. The queue was ridiculously long, so we're gonna. I'll touch on a couple of bits um, as and when I can throughout the show. Um, for instance, Sega games there. Obviously, uh Paramount importance to uh, the majority of you listening. Sega's games there, or what did I really think of them? Because they had Hell Gear there, and they had The Cave. Uh, what did I think of those? Well, I'll tell you a bit later on. The piece of music you had at the beginning of the show, incidentally. Uh, the uh, track you just finished listening to was uh, Power by Kanye West, which you will know is the uh, trailer music slash introductory first level music anyway to Saints Row the Third and uh, before that we had the uh, theme of Kaitu R which is actually the main theme of uh, a rhythm thief Really, really nice piece of music that actually coming up uh, in the show today we've got uh, we've got so I'm literally just going down my my playlist orders to tell you just how much you've got in terms of games coming up we've got uh, we've got some more Rhythm Thief actually somewhere down the line but we've also got Revolt Assassin's Creed 2 Jet Set Radio uh, Zelda Skyward Sword Alice Madness Returns Gears of War 2 Borderlands 2 Need for Speed Underground 2 Klonoa 2 Rhythm Thief is when you'll get that one uh, Star Fox 4 3D not to be confused with Star Fox 2 which didn't exist um, then there's a Pilot Wings Resort Darksiders 2 Sonic Colors that's you don't get Sonic Colors too. 
and then uh, at the end of the day we might have some Gangnam Style, but not as you've heard it before. And also ran off the show we've got Castlevania. So pretty sweet. Pretty sweet there. Um, I didn't know AUK had Kanye music. Me neither. AUK is his biggest fan. Yes. But yeah, this is what you get now, Radio Sega. It's all not Radio Sega. With uh, Radio Redux. Too many radios. Oh, Radio, tell me everything you know. Uh, Radio Rex, because this multi-faceted show now, uh, which is going to change even more, and likely very, 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 very soon. Um, there is a heck of a lot of twos in this show. Actually, I would have probably referred to it as, like, as the uh, something to do with the... Uh, something with the two on the show title, but no. Um... Fans of followers of Twitter will appreciate the uh, character. Uh, Chaos Blue says, "I hope it's Gangnam Wisp." Um, I must admit that I am currently considering doing a Frenzy Boy Frenzy Type One. So um, we'll see how that goes. There's a lot, maybe a lot of work, and a lot of people would hear it, and no one would care. <laughs> so at the same time, I'm not really keen to do it. Uh, but there we go. If I'm doing the music in the background, is incidentally, it's actually the special stage medley music from uh, Sega Gaga. Probably that. Right. So uh, who's actually listening in? Is in the chat room, or at least in the chat room? They just could be there and just just chatting. Right, we've got uh, Yo-Yo Darudi, who was uh, recently arrested for obviously graffiti work in an area of Japan, which we shall not mention. Uh, voice who is working and voice who is JP. Hmm. Tricky Chaos Blue SZ991, who of course has his show at the end of the day. Then you've got. Sonic Remix, SJ, still with the pipeline. Seal Sonic, Shadid, Rabbit Noodles, who I need to give lots of work to soon. Lots and lots of work. <laughs> John Davigi Nerd, Einigel Venato, Ibuch, or Ibuch, Dragon Blaze123. Um, didn't know now he's going to show you the power that is them. D'Artagnan, CTR, CD ROM 1019 is away. Burning Flame 2010, Biafra. And Angelida, or Angelida, depending on what it is. Or it might even be some other person who's actually a new person to. Uh, and, and surprised everyone by entering the chat. Oh, new person, new person. Um, oh, welcome to. To, uh, welcome to the radio, <laughs> the Radio Sega Rabble. Um, then there's somebody called AUK who's really not worthwhile. 
And his underscore Sponzi at the top as usual, doing a sterling job with his underscore. So, uh, up next in terms of music, I'll be talking. I'll talk a little bit about, I'll say, some of the games I played, and some of the people I saw you or saw rather through the course of this show. But up next, we've got some more music. We've got Go West from Revolt, which is a fantastic little game that came out on. It did come out on Dreamcast, if I remember rightly, but it did also come out on PlayStation One. It's from Acolyte, it's from Acclaim, and um, it's just like a remote control comics. It's really, really good. And I think they tried to remake the wheel at some point with it, and then got a, re- got a new name. Oh, good. It's a bit of a shame. Here's Acclaim's Revolt, and the track Go West. And then we've got some Assassin's Creed after that. See you in a bit.
glad she agrees. Oh, I've got some more Revolt on the background, mainly because everyone's sort of got to start going, oh, Revolt! Chat. Oh my god, that was awesome. Um, I've got some good news <laughs> for you, because I was looking up, because I was, I swore there was like a, a sequel to it, but actually, um, according to according to Wikipedia for Revolt, the, in it says here in 2012 Q3, uh, Q3 of 2012, which is the quarter of the financial year we're in right now, peeps. It will be released for portable devices with iOS and Android operating systems by WeGo Interactive Lim- Limited. And it's developed a big hit. So that's brilliant. We're going to get Revolt on iPad, iPhone, Android, and all sorts of things. That's freaking awesome. 
I define this now. But yes, um, I was right in what I said about it being out on Dreamcast. It did also come out on Nintendo 64 Revolt, which I'm, which I honest to goodness didn't know. Um, and a PC, of course, is where I played it normally. Um, in fact, the first time I played Revolt was off of uh, a demo disc on the magazine. I very, 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 very rarely bought uh, game magazines when I was growing up. And it just so happens that Revolt was one of the ones that, one of the ones that sticked. Um, I think it's from like PC Gamer from a very, very long time ago. So yes, um, that's great news if you're a, a fan of a fan of Revolt from back in the day. It's wow, that game is Revolt is like 13 years old now. That's, that's scary. Came out um, July 1999, end of July 1999. So mad. time flies. So, what did I think about some of the Wii U games? Well, I, like I, said, I can't say about the Wii U. Much as I'd love to. Um, I was about to queue up for years. Um, I, I'm just really just giving you a brief summary of stuff. Um, Hitman was very, very good. Um, it wasn't very clear the new Hitman, just when you, you were going in, um, how you actually controlled, <laughs> how you controlled the character. But um, I mean, a lot of that was due to the, the uh, due to Square Enix not having a control um, a control layout posted on the little desk. They had like lots of interesting situations. You, you you had to go through a what appears to be a Chinatown segment. Uh, I can only assume it's a Chinatown segment for something that happened later in the play. Uh, although it wasn't really sure, <laughs> it wasn't really clear. Um, there's a lot of suggestions that you did to kill off this, this assassination target who was in the centre of um, some sort of pagoda by the look of things. And apparently a lot of, well, a lot of people were like rushing up and just like you know, whipping out your gun and firing and then trying to run away despite the fact that he's surrounded by police. Um, and there, there's lots of things you could poison the guy with, because that's a Japanese... Um, Food sellers around, um, making sushi just out in the street. From the street sellers, stupid. And one of the things you could do is, one of the things you could do is poison him with fugu. Now, if you don't know what fugu is, that's the um, the uh, Japanese blowfish. Um, which has poisonous sacs, poisonous parts of its body, which is which is deadly poisonous to humans. Uh, the rest of it is very tasty, but it's also up to a, a skilled, a skilled uh, Japanese chef to, to cut, out the, cut out the bits and not kill uh, your diner. So that's one way you could kill kill the guy, apparently. Um, but uh, what, I ended up, what I ended up doing on my second play, because um, because I wanted to do the food guru, as soon as I saw you could, you could poison with food, I was like, oh, that's awesome, I need to try that. So I looked around and found a, a chef who I then incapacitated. Now, despite that no one could see me, apparently somebody did. And um, so I was, was going to take his, take his outfit as a disguise and 
you know, to try and poison them that way. Um, yeah, and then, then apparently a SWAT team was on my ass. Um, the very supposed to be a SWAT team, which kind of makes me think it was a Chinatown area. It wasn't really, but yeah. Um, I was like, my first one was like, I am actually in some part of uh, China or Japan. So hence the game going, you have a SWAT team on you. It was a bit surprising because that's rather an American thing. Uh, so speaking of music, um, the other pieces of music you had was uh, Florence Escape, which is actually from the Assassin's Creed soundtrack CD, but it's specific, obviously Florence Escape, you know, it's, you know, it's Assassin's Creed 2, by, uh, and that's done by Jesper, well, Jesper Kidd, I should say, who is well, the, the series uh, composer. We've actually got quite a lot of Jesper Kidd. Okay, we've got at least two other, two other pieces in this show alone. So... Lots going on. Stream was down, the show was down, and that would be rather awkward. So, um, so obviously the first time failed, and I was like, no, and but I actually found like a little alleyway. It's just like something like like they put the bins. You know, I mean, you, you <laughs> like to drag the bins out. It's like a storage area and there's a tiny bit of like just chain fencing which has been ripped down like somebody had like, there'd be a, there'd be a gate there but over time someone lost the key and you, you, could, you could tell, you could tell what had happened to it. Um, and very nicely the target was wandering around and doing all the things, interacting and he wandered into this alleyway where I, I was and there was lots of police around. Um, and he started urinating in his alley. Very clearly, he was urinating in the back of Um, and I noticed that there was a big, uh, wooden pallet with concrete cinder blocks on it that had been hoisted into the air via a crane for some building work, presumably. And I just, can I do that? And I just, I took out my gun and I shot the cable. Attaching this thing, and yeah, it, it snapped, and the guy was crushed to death by a load of cinder blocks. In it. So that was awesome. And it was like, <laughs> I was literally like right behind cops, just shooting this. Um, and of course, they run over and go, Oh no, what's too much? And I'm it ended up being right next to the exit door, so it was just like, Okay, they can't walk through. So there was a lot of variation. Um, they're very keen to stress how much variation you can do in that, in that particular uh, in that particular mission alone. Lots and lots going on. Uh, the the, um, the trailers may have been a bit dodgy and not exactly emphasised the whole you need to be stealthy, you're an assassin element. But uh, trust, trust me when I say it, it, it's in there. Uh, one wrong move and you're, you're immediately have, have the police all over your ass. So it's all good. Um, I was very impressed by Warface, which is a... A new shooter coming out by Tryon. Um, who uh, actually, I, 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 
interested in seeing what are doing at the moment. You know, they might end up in trial. Lots of people there. Um, but it, it's a it's a new shooter. It, 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 it's the same sort of format you normally get, but it feels kind of fresh. Um, and considering the amount of shooters that were there, of what we, we can call the battlefield cod sort of mold, this 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 felt good. I mean, it had, it had a big queue for it as well. Um, there's there's specifically a versus and co-op mode that was both on show, and it was a very different situation than both. I um, I think I've just play a bit of play a bit of it on the um, on the versus mode, but the co-op mode the co-op mode looked, looked quite in depth, and it was very clear that they were going to add more stuff to it. Dust 514 looks very Halo-y, but in a good way. Uh, And I'm saying that as I'm not really a Halo fan. Uh, If you're not sure what Dust 514 is, it's what is essentially a new part of the EVE Online universe. Because EVE Online, you've got the strategy in space and all the spaceships and pew 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 and and politics and everything. Dust 514 is all the, sh- the the soldier shooting um, first person action on the planets themselves. So this is going to Dust 514 is going to slot in to Eve Online and this Eve Online universe. And eventually, there's going to be very specific interaction. And uh, if you play Eve Online, you know that it's just ridiculous in terms of. The, ex- the lengths it's it's gone to, but um, the, you're specifically going to have this odd, big, massive online game that's been around for a, a, a decade or more, I believe now. And then this first-person shooter, and they will be able to interact with each other. They'll, they'll, uh, the decisions up in space will be affect- affecting what happens down below on the planet, and things that happen on the planets will presumably have an effect on the overall gaming universe, which is which is fantastic. I was a bit ta- bit surprised by Devil May Cry, actually. Um, Devil May Cry obviously um, has the Bayonetta connection because of uh, the two series. It's like it's the sister series, isn't it? Bayonetta to Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry film, or DMC I should say, uh, even though it's a different developer, feels very, felt very bayonetary in terms of in terms of the craziness. Uh, it didn't look really, really good. There was lots going on, lots of extra extra detail in the demonstration level. Uh, boss boss fights are, and uh, the boss fight demonstration that was going on was suitably huge. And it was long. It was about eight different stages in this one boss fight from this horrible, like monstrous caterpillar larva that was mid <laughs> mid pupa stage, and then you you attack it in demonic form. It it really was something <laughs> something special. Um, But yeah, I, I was actually really, really impressed with, DM, with DMC and how that's going to play. It's something I'd like to play more of. Uh, the controls are really fiddly though, because you've got 
basically there's <laughs> every button is mapped three times over. So you've got you've specifically got um, if you press uh, Y, I think it is it's like a me it's a melee. So you've got Y for melee, then you've got left trigger Y for like angel melee, and then you've got right trigger Y for, for demon melee, and then you've got and you've got that. That's got left trigger, left button Y for other sorts of melee, and it, there's just so many things. I, it goes very fiddly when you're trying to remember. Um, like, oh, you've got to you've got to um, pull down or pull o over this um, demonic platform of this twisted version of uh, reality. It's like, okay, so which of the eight billion button combinations do I actually have to do for this? I can't remember. So you just stand in front of it for like five years trying to do various <laughs> do various combinations. Um, also the like mechanics don't look very well. Um, but but otherwise it's awesome. Um, grid two is looking very good. Um, the first grid from Codemasters was a uh, fantastic game, and it's it's hard. There's it's um, it's very unforgiving. Um, if, if you make a mistake and you go into that wall, then it, it's gonna... <laughs> the crunch is very real. Um, the cars have a great d degree of weight. In, you, you can feel the weight of the car. Um, if you can understand what I mean by that. So, you know it's... You know that when you... The, the physics of the world, that once you go around the corner, the, the weight of the car and the memory is gonna stop pulling you that way and you, you really do have to you really do have to create Dragon Places I lost you with Y for melee um yes because X is shoot uh but yeah it's it's very confusing <laughs> very confusing that that DMC controller setup um literally just like every button has about five different things for it it's bad um, but yeah, I mean, Grid is really good. Um, enjoyed the heck out of that. Uh, not as much as I enjoyed the heck out of Little Big Planet Karting, which was a surprise to me. Um, I, the levels are great. Uh, there's lots of like, a story element going on, which appears to be, and you've got obviously the various tracks and things. I love how you've got to do other things to get around the level, like use the grapple gun. Um, to like help flip yourself over obstacles and things like that. Oh yes, uh, for those of you who don't understand what I mean by X and Y on buttons, I'm talking about the 360 controls. Um, so it would be what triangle, I don't know, triangle, triangle and circle. Um, it's the, the power-ups seem a little bit um, if I had one criticism of, of it if I had one criticism of Little Big Planet Karting is that it looks a little bit flat and the actually the colours look a little bit flat um, and additionally I don't think the power-ups are any good but from a, a creativity 
perspective. I mean, it, it, there was some there was some hard racing there. Uh, as if to answer John the VG Nerd, who says, I wonder if AEK has heard of PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Yeah, no, I've never heard of that. Um, someone says PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale is uh, crap for blatantly ripping off Smash Brothers. Well, Smash Brothers wasn't the first multi-character fighting game, but um, all I can say for for PlayStation All-Stars was it looks a little bit me. Uh, I didn't... Now, obviously I'm not a PlayStation fan, and I'm, so I don't have that emotional investment in the characters, perhaps, but... But, I, I swear, Nathan Drake's picture... Nathan Drake's character picture on that game All I can say for that, it, it looks like he's like coming off of like going cold turkey for drugs. He, he just looks like he's in another world. And I don't, and that's not in a good way. He just, he just appears like he's come off of rehab. It really is, he just looks bad. Um, Sven Greenlux was telling me about a situation, he was, he was playing the game with crap with Parappa the Rapper, naturally enough. Um, well, you see a move, and, and Parappa basically placed down this boombox, which then started playing. And it's... It was very much a case of, okay, so we've done this movie, what does it do? It doesn't show you, doesn't tell you. And, and I, I, I saw this when when seeing others, seeing others play, actually. When you go in, go in and do attacks, it doesn't, it's not really clear from the effect, it's like, if you're being damaged, or you are doing, or you are the one doing the damage, it's all very sort of over the top and a bit of a mess, but honestly I thought PlayStation All-Stars was a bit bland, um, I'm sure others will have, will have great time in that, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see, um, We'll have some more music now, um, and I'll come back with some more chat afterwards. Uh, we'll have, have a fair bit of music now, I think. Uh, coming up next... Uh, oh, I didn't see what was after uh, Florence Escape. We had uh, Jet Set Radio with Oldies But Happies uh, by uh, Hideki Naganuma. We're going to follow Sonic Rex, then. And um, that's actually from that. Actually, that version is actually from the new CD. So, but coming up next, we've actually got some Zelda Skyward Sword. We've got Bug Heaven from Zelda Skyward Sword. Then we have uh, some Alice Madness Returns, and we've got the outro for that. Uh, we're going to follow up with some Gears of War with March of the Horde. And our second Yes for Kid track is actually Glacial from the newly released Borderlands 2. I'll be back after that with uh, some chat and uh, I'm actually going to start talking about Assassin's Creed 3. Both versions of Assassin's Creed 3 actually. And what was my game, what was my surprise game of the expo. And I'll tell you what, it wasn't just my one. 
it was Sonic Games from Sega driven as well. It was a big surprise. Back after this, his slow song.
Okay, welcome back. Yes, we did have some Borderlands 2 just then. Um, I think we were getting a bit confused uh, about everything. But, you know, this is what happens when you got all this all different music um, available. I've got a ridiculous amount of video game music. It seems a shame not to use it, <laughs> you know. Um, but yes, but that was some Borderlands 2, and I, I don't like Borderlands as a series, so. Uh, consider that a big favour. Well, we've got some more Assassin's Creed music in the background because I'm going to talk about Assassin's Creed 3 now. now Assassin's Creed 3 was actually... I'm, I'm a really big Assassin's Creed fan. <laughs> From Borderlands, which I'm not a fan of at all, to Assassin's Creed, which I'm a massive fan of. Uh, I was walking around the first day in my Insert Coin Tees hoodie. Uh, but before we get on to that, um, there's a, a link floating around in the chat about um, a Reddit. Um, the Reddit thing. Um, private message me that. Um, we'll have it as a, like a Q&A UK. Uh, question. Big when I get onto that later on in the thing. Um, they say no. I'm too no. I'm too lazy. Well, if you're too lazy to ask me it, I'm too lazy to answer it. It's very simple. But yeah, just want to touch on. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3, because I actually went to the dev session of that, and it was uh, very, very interesting, and saw some stuff which they hadn't shown before. Um, these are the dev session is actually online, but it was it was very interesting how they seem to have. It looks like we're going to get to see Desmond actually do stuff, um, <laughs> like properly do stuff, um, which would be brilliant. You know, to actually do that. But they say that they made a point with all the, the free running and, and things like that that no one would ever do in like wasted movement. Uh, with the exception of who can waste movement. So he did like little flicks and spins and things like that. And uh, it, that, well, <laughs> it was very interesting when they were talking about how everyone was saying that. It's very specific. People say that Assassin's Creed is about climbing, and it's not. It's not. It's not about climbing at all. It's about navigation. So when we got when we got down to doing Assassin's Creed for it free, we knew we wanted to navigate, like climbing trees and climbing this and climbing that. Like, wait, so it's not about climbing. It's not about climbing. It's about navigation, and navigation in your head is just climbing. <laughs> How you climb things quickly is navigation, but it's not climbing, except that it's climbing. Yeah. It's a bit strange. Um, what I did get a chance to do was play the introductory section with Connor, who is the, the character in the main, the main Assassin's Creed game. Kind of briefly on the uh, the Vita version. And uh, basically, yeah, it, it, it's pretty it's pretty good. Um, they did the, they. I played naval battle though battle, which is the new well the big new things they had um, this the, the tower defense game in. Revelations, which was freaking terrible, and I hate it. 
Um, they've now got the this naval battle. It's, apparently, it's the first game to have realistic naval battles in it. They said very proudly, and I was. It said, <laughs> I literally like crossed my arm, I crossed my arms in the middle of this dev thing. I was like, mm-hmm, yeah. Empire Total War would like a word with you, Assassin's Creed people. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that. But naval battle is not a fast thing, and that's great. Actually, it's great that it's not a fast thing. I'm being messaged. Messaging me. Lumi is messaging me. And some people just never link. I assume Lumi is listening. I'd be upset if Lumi was listening. Oh, now they messaged. Ah, a first big dog having his. Face ripped off by a bunch of toy carts or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so we have. Uh, so we've got that. The, the ships are very cumbersome um, and it does take a long time to turn and, and stuff. So again, again, you've got this the real feel of weight and. and Heaviness of the ship and turn around and do all these, do all these um, attacking into the wind and, and very, really, really, ta really, is really, really tactical stuff. Uh, but ultimately, ultimately, it's I, I love the fact that they do, you know, if you fire, like you fire the cannon, excellent, boom. It takes a long time for that thing to recharge because it took quite a time to to reload cannons in, in back in the day. What would be the worst thing is that you went up this uh, went up to this and it ended up being like oh yeah we've got quick fire cannons magically, but there's there's lots of tactics involved with the weapons and the boats as well. It was like um, one of the well, the tasks are given is that you, there's, you're led into a trap, basically, and there's two other ships coming. It's a three-on-one situation, but you still need to take control of this boat. So you can, you can sink these two boats, but you must not sink the one that you're tracing. Into a target. So you have to use the chain shots, which, um, if you're not familiar with that, is like... Imagine, imagine two cannibals, smaller cannibals, with, with a link of chain between them. And they were sort of shot out of cannon like bowlers and whirled through the air and smashed into the mast and demast the ship. So that's what that was going to do. To demast the ship and, and cripple it so it, it can't move. But very, 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 very good. Um, you certainly get that that, that feeling of, of weight, um, and 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 havoc. Um, it, it, it it took a very long while. I am not the best naval captain, it turns out. Um, but never mind. 
I must admit, I'm still not even like, being an Assassin's Creed. Uh, something about AC3 just makes me sort of go a bit. Hmm. Um, it'd be good that we finally get something meaningful of Desmond. He's going to be an actual assassin, like assassin geared up. What I'm doing things, which is like about time, because the guy's rubbish as a character. You've had, you've had four games to instill us with some kind of love for this character, and we haven't got any. Uh, meanwhile, over on the Vita, you've actually got uh, the Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation, I think it's called, with this, with this female character. Um, very, very impressive in terms of the way it looks on the Vita. Uh, it is just it is a, it is a full, proper Assassin's Creed game. It's a, it's a shame that some of the other portable titles in the Assassin's Creed franchise aren't as good as this. However, at this at the stage that I played it, and I'm not sure how early the how early or late the code is on this particular one, but there were there were quite a few textures that were very jaggy, uh, and I I did manage to slow the game down completely at one point because um, taking the character and using I think the character was a canoe, but you're using it more as a punt or a gondola or something like that, and you're navigating the uh, the swamps of the bayou, and two birds flew off. You just, I just, you just you disturb a bird and it flies away, so, which is great. It's a great little detail. Except there was two birds, and they both took off at the same time with the same animation, uh, heading in the same direction, and it was very noticeable. And the game did like really really slow when that happened, so it was a, a little bit, but, uh, I, 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 I love the Vita and the way it, the way it interacts, it's a bit, bit fiddly um, with all the stuff, because I'm, I'm sure the people who, are, who, are, who actually own Vitas will um, get, to get used to this in time, but there's, there was lots of things going on, like lots of things going on at the same time with the back and front touchscreen and buttons, so Actually, actually navigating the boat was a bit funny, and, and making it move forward because I, I swear that what I actually, what it actually told me to do was the opposite of what I ended up doing to actually get the boat to go forward. It was it was very strange. Now, a very very quick thing. Uh, actually, no, it's not a very very quick thing at all. We'll, we'll have some more music because I'm sure you're sick and tired of me talking. I'm sick and tired of hearing, hearing me, so probably so you must be. Um, I'm talking about my little star game after this, but we're actually going to have some uh, Need for Speed Underground 2 now. Uh, it's Queens of the Stone Age in my head. A great song from that. From Klonoa 2. If I can note that, I'll make a note down, it's because for some reason it hasn't got any song information. It's um, Polonte, the second version. And then we have uh, the appearance of Detective Cloud, or Claude, or Cloud, depending on how you say it. Um, but it should be Cloud, because it's because of the French nature of the game. Um, from, that's our second Rhythm Thief 
track, and we're actually going to break into it's going to be another Nintendo track, which will which will destroy your brains. People in the chat who are really confused about Nintendo tracks being in there. Um, it's uh, Corneria from Star Fox 64 3D, specifically the 64 3D version. Apparently, there's a vague difference. To be honest, um, but uh, those tracks coming up, I will get on. I swear to talking about the, talking about the same games. As you can see, the, the show is a lot longer today um, because there's a bit of a gap with uh, the Sonic Show, with the final Sonic Show live sticking around, coming around at nine o'clock. Although I believe they're streaming now. Yeah, they're just, just getting ready. Yes, more Nintendo! <laughs> it needs to be the underground. It needs to be the underground too. And it's going to Stone Age. And that's what's coming up here. Right now. If you have Q&A UK questions in the chat, please PM me them. They will be answered at the end of the show.
Okay, so uh, sorry, sorry, distracted by chat. Um, so yeah, those were Queens of the Stone Age within my head from Need Speed Underground Two, uh, Palante Version Two from Colonoa Two, uh, the appearance of Detective Cloud from uh, Ribbon Thief, which everyone really liked um, in the chat. Um, Radio Sega tweeted me something and then it crashed. Damn it. Being October. Yes, I know, we're almost being October. Crazy, crazy, crazy times. So, uh, what was I going to be talking about on this one? Oh, yes, actually, my, my little game of the, of the expo was actually one that you're probably not. Of all scene, it's called uh, it's called the Unfinished Swan, which um, is a PS3 game, and it wasn't just my favourite game; it was Sonic Go's favourite game as well. Um, and it's just a, a sweet original concept. What you've actually got is you are the story is that you're an orphan and you're, you're dragged into this world and it's completely blank it's just white imagine everything imagine everything around you was white you would not be able to see or make out anything so what you do is you basically hurl these blobs of black around uh, blobs of black around uh, there is some sonic coming up Uh, <laughs> uh, you throw these blobs of black paint around to reveal the uh, surrounding surrounding area and the details. So you may find that all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm actually on a very high platform, and, if I, and I'll actually hurt myself if I, if I actually don't jump over this properly. Or there's a fence there. Or there's there's lots of story elements dotted around the place which you need to reveal. And, and there's, there's a whole background thing going on. And it's just, it's a, it's a very simple idea. It's actually a very original idea, and, and it's just quite a sweet game. So, yeah, so yeah it, it's very difficult to describe, but there's this balance situation um, where, of course, because the, the, if you're using this black to reveal the world around you, you then can end up in the same situation that you had with the world, the natural world as it is, but it's all being white. And if 
you put too much, you throw too much black around the place, you'll end up making it all look all black, and you'll be in the same profession, you can't see any details there either. So it's like using it sparingly and reading the detail. It's all very, very organic. Now then. The cave and hell yeah, hell yeah! Instantly, um, if you got the uh, PlayStation Plus, yeah, that's going to be free for you. Uh, the game I was talking about, Burning Flame 2010, uh, as opposed to just asking, but it was the Unfinished Swan. That's what it's called. Um, it's, it's, it's not, it's not a big game at all, but it really surprised me. Um, but yeah, Hell Yeah was going to be free on PlayStation Plus, so that's going to be good for you, which I think is probably Monday. Hell Yeah was... Hmm. Hell Yeah was a, was a good game, it was really, really fun to play. At the same time, it's like... The feeling is that... You've, I've played it somewhere before, and I can't place it. It it feels like another game, and I can't place it. It's really annoying me. Um, and it might not. I might. It might not even be like a, a game I've played previously. But it just has that feeling. It's like familiar. It, it feels. It feels familiar to the point of. Um, Familiar to the point of unoriginal, yet it is. It, 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 it's just a bit, it's just a bit backwards in that regard. But it, it's very, it's very good. But it's very cartoony and, and, and creative and funny. Um, everyone's calling for a medic. Why are you calling for a medic? Doctor. There you go. There's one. MEDIC! There's another. Um, I hope you're all now very happy in the chat. There's, there's a medic for you. It is fine. It's Don't fine. run! It's just MEDIC! So. So, so hell yeah, it's, it's, it's a great little thing. There's lots of black humour in it as well. Um, It's card. It's a cartoon. Again, it looks still very flat. Um, I, I, I keep thinking back to the style of color coloring. Actually, Castle Crashers, which funny enough, Rabbit Noodles just said accidentally. Rabbit just said that exact same time I did. It reminds me of Castle Crashers, and but it still feels very, very flat. Play Scout. Here's what the soundboard is gonna say. Play Scout! Play Scout now! Bonk! There you go. And the best of luck to you and your medic. Um. <laughs> where was I? Um. Yes, yeah, so it still feels very flat. Um. But it's very, very, it's very, very enjoyable. It's just that sense of I've played it somewhere before, and I can't place it.
so we've got that and uh, then we've got the cave which is Double Fine's uh, collaboration with Sega which is it's working working through this cave and the, <laughs> uh, the cave talks and the cave the, the voice of the cave is the narrator for the game uh, and it is it is quite funny um, at least at the beginning K and it's like the voice of the cave going yeah they make a big deal out of it and Batman be having a voice and because you know it, it's murder on getting a date apparently and it's like ha <laughs> um basically the point of the game is you've got a variety of characters about nine I believe it is and you get to choose three and take them through the level. Um, and it is about swapping between characters and using their strengths, etc. Um, I'd love to tell you a lot more about... A lot more about Hell Yeah. But on the like, second puzzle, we got through to this, like, the second stage level, because you have to... Um, there's, there's various boxes and stuff you can move and um, you can use um, so it's like I say, use their special skills to your advantage. Uh, while the first, your, your first, your second task, your first task is to actually get in there in the first place. The second task is to actually get all your characters onto one space so that it will actually break. Uh, it will actually break this um, this bridge basically, so you can fall down to the next deck. Um, it's about here I broke the game, and it, that was probably the most amusing thing because I actually I broke it to the point that the, the Microsoft Xbox warning came came up. Um, except it was half German, half English, so I ha I had had an an Uber fault, which I thought was fantastic. But yeah, I, I managed to get the character stuck and then you had the special effect animation going on outside of the character's range and moving off around through the level. Um, so I, I get the feeling that the tech, the, the version that they had was quite finished. So all I will say to them is they probably need to do a bit more work on that. Um, it, looked, it looked interesting not my sort of game in all honesty um, I'm sure there's a lot of variety there in terms of using the characters later on at least in the beginning it didn't seem like that to me um, so yes I kind of broke it uh, I, I broke the cave sorry um, and there you go yay So this, yes, so that's uh, the cave in the hell yeah. Right, we're gonna have two pieces of music. There was a couple of questions we'll answer after these two pieces of music. Uh, or no, or three pieces of music, I should say. We're gonna have some Sonic, oh my god. Um, actually, you know what? I should probably do this now, shouldn't I? Actually, uh, there was, was there a question?
just thought about what was the last video game character you... Uh, what was the last video game character you killed in the game? I guess that was the character from the cave who <laughs> which died. Um, which died because the game crashed. So that would be, it would be the pilot from, from the cave, which I'm not supposed to be able to do. Um, so yeah, so we've actually got a load of music to finish off finish off today. This will take you to 9 o'clock and the fantasticness of the Sonic Show Live versus Brain Scratch Com they're doing. In Tom from that. Strong's asking if you want to do Jazz Jack Rabbit. I've not played that. But I think I know what you mean by that. Um, uh, what's your favourite Sega game of all time? I get a quick question from Dragon Blaze One Two Three. Delaying your music, Dragon Blaze. Um, no, it's uh, it's Slick Adventure Two. Oh, Slick Adventure Two Battle. It, that's that's my that's my game. So I'm very excited for for the upcoming port. I was Hellfire commentaries apparently. Um, so yes, they're playing for Sonic Heroes, which should be amusing. Uh, I don't think I'm on the, the commentary for this one, so that's, that's all well and good. Um, okay, so up, so thanks for listening to the show. You've got some pieces of music come up. You've actually got um, Pilot Wings Resort, which is the next one. That was a jet plane from Pilot Wings Resort. Then you've got Dark Side 2, The Makers Fight Back. Then you have some, um... Actually, I'm thinking of this one, can use the verb, you're doing credit for more bits. I haven't got it, actually. I haven't got it on the soundboard. You can have a cue. There you go. Um... We got, uh, where was I? Sweet, we got Sweet Mountain. I forget which Sweet Mountain it is. Act, Sweet Mountain Act Two from Sonic Colors. There's your Sonic. Um, and we're going to follow up with the new UK number one, which is Gangnam Style by Psy. But this is a, mute, a variation you've not heard before, which is the Crystal Lake remix. Um, right at the end of the show, this will, this will literally take you straight into the welcoming arms of the Sonic Show Live. Is Actually, from video games, the video games live album, it's Castlevania Live, and it's what's coming up now. Thanks for listening to Rainy Rios. I've been Archangel UK. This will be Rainy Rios, as I said, and I'll see you next week, most likely. Bye for now.
Unlimited colors.
Unlimited Colors. Hands up, motherfuckers. Open Gangnam Style. Open Gangnam Style.